This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Well, four winners from six picks and a massive price lean cashed across the opening EPL weekend of December. The aim is for more profit as the first midweek card of the season kicks off. On Tuesday, this is Betting Weekly Premier League show. You're with myself, Dan Roebuck, alongside me, Nigel Seeley and Jack Wright. Nigel, you were right going 3-3 with the City Spurs game on Sunday. And I am starting to think uh, that those speculative long odds plays might be the way forward. I mean, it was another chaotic weekend of Premier League football and indeed for betters as well. If you're playing these fancy price correct scores and, you know, over four and a half, five and a half and so on, you're cashing some big odds. Yes, you are. I mean, not usually good for me, I must admit. So uh, I know... um... Anyway, before we go into that, Jack, yes, last week you talked about the, the record. Jack got us out of trouble yet again. I mean, that's a copy and paste job for me this season. And another sweep from Jack, three out of three. Uh, only the one winner for me. Um, yeah, that game was that was a wild match, wasn't it? The lean of three three. I did say four three or five three, so it wasn't actually just a, a three three. But, oh, but you got to sp- you got to spread your you spread your money. The, look, yeah. if they're thirty threes and forties and fifty to one shots, you play them all, don't you? You don't just pick out one correct score. You know, you're going to pick out a few that will cover that cluster of, of of big correct scores. Yeah, so I mean, you got it right, but it was it wasn't just a, an official three three. So there's three picks, three three four three and five three, and it coming three three. Um, the one thing I would say about the over markets though is that they're not just cashing; they're cashing easy. You know, they're going over. Like, and when you say there, if you look at that match where you think potentially, I really like the over two and a half, or I like the over three and a half. You know, you might as well go four and a half and five and a half the way the season's going and get much more juice in your price because they are going over with such ease at the moment in the Premier League. It's crazy. I mean. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've, the the weather of the weekend was Baltic, wasn't it? I mean, it was freezing. It was the mm. coldest day of the year. It was minus one degrees, minus two degrees up and down the country, minus 10, I think it was in some places. Uh, and there was still games going over again easy. In the evening matches, we had that uh, Newcastle game, which which was an under game. How that cashed the unders, I don't know. And then we had, uh, obviously, the, the the other late game was an unders as well. We're not in the Forest Everton. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a wild season. And Sunday... Yesterday, we recorded this on Monday. Yesterday was just another insane day. 4-3 Liverpool, you know, incredible. So, um, yeah, I think what you're doing now, if you are betting the overs, and I know a lot of people are, um, I'm actually going over on one pick today, which is is unheard of again. But I think if you are going to go overs and you are going to go two and a half and you're going to get like minus 110 or, or even money, you might as well look at the three and a half and four and a half. And if you see one of these games like, one couple of matches we're going to talk about in the show in this midweek card. Five and a half and six and a half aren't the worst bets you have the way the Premier League is going at the moment. Uh, as Nigel has suggested, and I'm sure everyone was across, uh, Jack went 3-3 at the weekend. Can't fault the plays, but just 
that theme that Nigel was talking about, do you feel, Jack, and we're really nitpicking here, that you might have left a little bit on the table here. I mean, your corners play was fantastic when you're going over three and a half. It was seven corners each, I think, in that Bournemouth uh, Villa yeah. game. And again, you're playing Spurs on an Asian line of of um, plus 175. You're going to get more for your money if you played it, obviously, quarter goal, half a goal or whatever. Um, they are solid selections. And uh, yeah, we're really nitpicking here. But, you know, in hindsight, you're thinking, well, I probably could have pushed it a little bit. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, you know what, Dan? I will take two out of three, three out of three every single week with cosy wins uh, at the, the prices that we're playing at all day long. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with a, with a nice, comfortable win uh, rather than pushing a bit too far. I'm going, oh, I didn't need to quite be that aggressive. Look, I get it. You know, if you were that kind of better, absolutely fill your boots. And what we, we suggest, what we suggest. And if it isn't your style, then you can always, as you say, you could have gone, well, I'm going to go... Um, a better on that on the handicap. You can I know some people kind of as you said you cover your stakes on a, on the correct scores, but some would have gone over three and a half corners each, over four and a half, five, six, and and kind of laddered it up. Um, those options are there if you want to play that style. Um, I say we we put out our picks, and I'm happy going down that route. And certainly if I have a good week, then uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that good week and uh, run off with my cash. I think I'll take, I'll take any win. I'll take any win at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Any I win think, will do. Look, look, we talked about a little bit of that about this last week. I think that betters, listeners, viewers sometimes have, have got to read between the lines what, what all our handicappers on all of our shows are saying. And it's not necessarily just the picks that the guys are putting up here, but it's a bit of strategy. It's a little bit of knowledge about how the market might move and what's going on in the market. And sometimes you can just draw a little bit more information out that you might be able to use in a different way uh, to the guys who are playing the picks every single week. It's not just about putting up the picks. It's a bit of education, we hope, and strategy over the course of the season. Uh, speaking just of picks... a really week, quick but... one on the Go goals on. we talked about there. In these games that you think there are going to be maybe three and a half over four and a half, certainly have a look at those first half goals as well, because some of these sides are coming out of the traps, flying. We saw it yesterday um, and, and I played a couple on the first half goal lines because we had those sort of sides that have been open. Chelsea, Brighton yesterday, Liverpool, Fulham, you probably weren't expecting, we weren't expecting Fulham to contribute towards that. But you could see that Liverpool could come out and out the traps flying and, and you can get some good prices on either an Asian line first half or even over one and a half and then maybe play it with a, with a high line as well. And you can put doubles together. And uh, if you want to play that sort of style, I say, because yesterday afternoon, there looked goals in, in like three or four of those games. And, and so it came to pass early doors as well. Yeah, um, both teams to score in every single game yesterday as well. 24.67 return on investment over the weekend uh, from Nigel and from Jack. Right, Tuesday, 2.30 Eastern, Wolves against Burnley. Wolves minus 120. They've drifted a little over the course of the last few hours. Burnley 3.40, draw plus 2.70 here. Burnley with their first home win, Jack, of the season against Sheffield United in the Premier League at least. Uh, Wolves 2-1 defeat at Arsenal. What's your, what's your play here? Plays Wolves on the money line at minus 120 now. So, um, yeah, that the weekend results went for me on this. I, this is one bet that I had kind of had an eye on as far as this show is concerned ahead of the game. Um, and I nearly, in fact, they're on my original shortlist last week for Burnley to beat Sheffield United. Uh, the lesser of two evils it was really. But when it came down to justifying why I was going to go for Burnley, it was predominantly a gut shot. So it kind of got left by the wayside with others I fancied more. So 
five nil. I probably wasn't expecting that. Well, I definitely wasn't expecting that to be fair. But um, that was good for this bet because, as you say, you know the money's going to come a little bit for Burnley off the back of them with such a resounding win. Wolves with a defeat, but I think you know as far as Wolves are concerned, they 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 did you know they could have well been facing down the barrel of what Lance faced in the Champions League and got blitzed by Arsenal. Two early goals and they held firm, got their foothold back in the game, scored a late goal. And a, a little bit of um, sort of to and fro towards the end, and they could have nicked it, uh, nicked a point out of it. So I think fair play um, under Gary O'Neill. I think he's impressing both on and off the field as such. His coaching has been decent. I think his way he's conducted himself under testing circumstances with the refereeing decisions that have gone against him has been great. We've obviously seen him in the UK on some, uh, you know, our mainline uh, uh, football show, and uh, I think he impressed most people on that with how he conducted himself and, and talked through that as well. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I like what he's done at Wolves. I think they've had a, a tough start to the season in more ways than one. Um, and you look at Burnley, that win at the weekend against Sheffield United, so I think was expected. They've now won twice against Luton, against Sheffield United, two sides that they dominated last season and came up with from the championship. So not a massive surprise there. They picked up a point against Nottingham Forest and then they've lost their other 11 games and quite convincingly on most occasions. So... That was their first clean sheet at the weekend. I think Wolves have got a little bit more about them this season than we've seen in the past. I'll hold my hands up because obviously I said that they were a candidate to get relegated this season. I don't think they're going to be in that conversation as the season progresses through. Um, two pieces of key team news for them. Um, they had uh, João Gomez and Mario Lamina missing at the weekend after only for suspension reasons, not injury related. So they'll come back into this side as well. Key components of their team. And uh, when you look at their home games they've had so far this season, six home games, they've all been against sides that are in the top eight. So a really, really hard start at Molyneux, which we know can be a fortress. And I think the refereeing decisions is going to galvanise. We've seen it with Everton. I think we're going to see it the same sort of thing here with Wolves with this kind of VAR thing going on around them. And I think that will bring the support, which it can be a, a noisy and vociferous support in one of those old school grounds, to the fore here. But you look at their, their record, they're unbeaten in their last four at home. They've drawn with Villa and Newcastle. They're beating Tottenham and Manchester City. That's not too shabby at all. And I take them to have too much for a Burnley side that I'm not going to take a, a one swallow making a summer. And uh, that win at the weekend, um, I'll put as an outlier. And uh, we'll be back to normal service on, on Tuesday, tomorrow. Burnley, minus 200 to be relegated. Uh, Nigel, as Jack has just alluded to there, look, they beat an awful Sheffield United side and weren't at the races but it was a significant win for them in terms of confidence. Still think they're probably going to go down. What are your thoughts on that relegation price? Well, I mean, it's just looking at the relegation battle, you've got to think of who else is going to be drawn into it. I mean, Fulham are going to take some confidence by scoring three against Liverpool. Bournemouth has putting some run together. Nottingham Forest are sliding down pretty quickly, but I think they'll be very different when they get players back from injury. So it was a big win but uh, they need to take off points from other teams above them, not just the teams in and around them. There was, you know, Sheffield United at home is a given. It's a buy now, isn't it? It's three points mm -hmm. in the bag, whatever, whatever, whatever they play. So it would be a nice win if you could take them off a, off a Nottingham Forest or a candidate a little bit above you. But I, I think, you know, the reason why they are the price they are, and it hasn't really moved on the back of that performance and that win, is because there isn't many other contenders for relegation this season. There is probably an only, it's probably an only a six-runner event really isn't it so uh yeah big win but i need a, a few more of them at home against teams a little bit higher in the table than sheffield united i'm afraid 
A big price Luton against Arsenal on Tuesday, 3.15 Eastern, slightly later kickoff at Kenilworth Road. Luton plus 1,300 here. Arsenal minus 480. Um, Luton beaten by Brentford Jack uh, last time out. And when we get these short price favourites, it's all about trying to add some value and trying to get a fair price for betters. So how do we go about it here? Because I know you're going to go for an Arsenal win, but um, there's a little bit of a boost here. So talk us through your play. Yes, actually the other way around. I've gone for um, the, the player wanted has been boosted by sticking the Arsenal win in, into it. <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, but um, I wanted to get Arsenal or Liverpool on side here because I felt that obviously the games they've got against Luton, against Sheffield United, they've got to win these games. And I think we've talked about it in the past, the squad size coming off the back of that. Um, this is the first midweek Premier League round, isn't it, as you mentioned already. So coming straight into that after a quick turnaround does suit the bigger squad, the, the higher quality and sides that haven't been chasing the ball for 70% of the game, like Luton tend to do and Sheffield United do. So um, Arsenal will dominate here. The bet in question is Arsenal to win at that price and uh, over five and a half Arsenal corners. Uh, it comes in at minus 122. As I said, I wanted to get one of those sides on side and looked at the the kind of other markets where a dominant performance is going to re- result in uh, either, say, both teams scoring or it's going to result in, uh, say, a win to nil or it's going to result in corners. And that's what I fell on here with a corner selection, mainly because I initially actually looked at if Luton are going to be able to win a small amount of corners. Their line is low, but it's low for a reason. It's because Arsenal don't tend to give any away. They've conceded one corner in like four of their away games this season. That's all. So it's ridiculously low. So that knocked that one out, the equation. But Arsenal tend to win plenty and Luton tend to concede a fair few. Um, They've conceded six or more in four of their six home games. The two most equivalent games were Spurs and Liverpool. Um, Six corners for Spurs, seven for Liverpool. Uh, and what I like is that Luton, we know they are going to make it tough. I don't think Arsenal are going to rock up here and, and win this four or five nil with the crews. Luton do tend to make it tough. They'll sit deep. They'll look to hit on the counter. So that will mean that Arsenal will have loads of the ball. I reckon 70% of the ball they'll have. So they will be in those areas that are going to result in winning corners. They're going to be get looking to cut the ball back into the box or they're going to be having shots from distance. Their away games this season, they've had six or more corners in all six of their away games. And they're averaging eight and a half corners per away game. Six was the lowest total they've hit. They hit that once. Other than that, they've been over that. They've hit 11 twice on the road this season. So that's the reason why I think they're going to dominate the game. They're going to get in those situations. I think Luton will try and make it tough. Um, but whatever way round this one goes, I think Arsenal say will dominate and therefore create lots of chances and... Um, Lots of corners. That's the main line with it. Throw an Arsenal in the wind to get that just to do a, to a backable price. Minus 122 Arsenal to get the three points and to have six corners or more. Villa Manchester City is a Wednesday game. 3.15 Eastern here. Nigel, just on the title prices, because we referenced these ahead of the show at the weekend. Now, City have dropped points, of course, against Spurs. But they are still minus 162 for the title here. Arsenal plus 350, Liverpool plus 450, both, of course, winners. No change there. You're a little bit surprised that City haven't drifted a little? Yeah, I mean, I think there's serious problems at Man City. I think defensively, as we touched on it, they changed the system quite a lot. Different players, different personnel. They're conceding goals for fun. 
Arsenal are just hitting some great form, looking confident. You know, they don't look like getting beat. They, they, some of them that, that games against Wolves a couple of seasons ago, you'd know better than me, Dan. But it, you know, you could feel a little bit nervy. I'm not quite sure if they got that anymore. I think that last year has made them a much better side. And Liverpool just keep going under the radar. I mean, we spoke about how much they may regret that defeat against Luton, but it was a late goal. Another two late goals yesterday. I mean, they're, they're not giving up at all, Liverpool. They've got something about them. And I still don't think they've hit the stride yet, Liverpool. So I'm interesting you say that. We put a tweet out on um, the Because We Win. I was just that's on my phone trying to get the tweet. I put a tweet out this morning. If you had a $300 wager on the Premier League title with Bet Rivers, who would you bet? And it just shows you where the market is at the moment. Um, we, only, we, only, we only did it a couple of hours ago. 60, 60 votes on, the, on it. 29% of the 60 votes were both for Manchester City at minus 162, 38% for Arsenal at plus 350, and 33% on Liverpool at plus 450. That that vote is available to uh, to still uh, put your vote down for another sort of 20 hours or so until tomorrow. So that shows you that we've got a real title race because that's pretty much split. People can't decide. So, yeah, I was a little bit surprised. I wouldn't bet Man City at all, uh, and I think this is going to be a struggle for them. It's going to be interesting against Villa. No Rodri, of course, for Manchester City. He's picked up a fifth booking. We know um, anecdotally. I'm not quite sure the stats actually work. I'm going to delve into them a little bit later and put some stuff on Twitter for you. But no Rodri generally means that they're not as good. Um, They are minus 134 favourites. They have drifted. They were minus 150 overnight. Villa are plus 320 here. We know how good they are at home. The draw at plus 335. Nigel, give us your play first and foremost, because we've got uh, selections from Nigel and Jack on this one, but uh, what's your play in Villa City? Well, I, I mean, you might want to record this, but it's over three goals. <laughs> we are recording it. Over three goals. I think over three goals at minus So this is Asian line, push if it's three. Push if it's three, Asian line, minus 130. Uh, I think it's 136. I can't remember what the price is. Yeah, 136. Minus, one, minus 136, over three goals. I mean, how this match cannot cash over three goals, I've got no idea. I mean, Man City just conceding goals, you know, like for fun. 3-3 against that. They feel aggrieved by that. And every time that Man City are a little bit aggrieved, they come back with a with a stonking performance. Villa scoring goals. I mean, 22 in the in the last nine matches from, from Manchester City, this bet would have been a push or a cash over three goals in all but one of their matches. And exactly the same in Aston Villa games. Their last nine matches, a push or collect, and you only lost in one. Now they go head-to-head. This fixture traditionally scores goals. If you look at um, the last recent matches since going back about 2010, I think I looked, went back to, uh, over three goals has cashed in 10 matches. It's been a push twice and only lost once in 30, in the last 13 matches in this fixture. So this fixture notoriously has goals. There is... And that these two sides are probably the most attacking and entertaining teams in the Premier League currently. And there's a lot of teams in the Premier League who are attacking and entertaining. Um, 22 matches. Um, this bet would have only lost four times this season in Aston Villa matches. So in 18 of their matches this season, over three goals, you would have got your money back or you would have collected. And it's exactly the same in Manchester City matches. 22 matches this season, you'd only lost four times. How you know, Three goals is a big, big number here. I mean, I I wouldn't put anybody off going off the th- over the three and a half and get plus money. That that wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me at all to see this being anything. But with that three and the luxury of having that push, when you consider that market has only lost once in thirteen in this fixture, and it's only lost in eight times 
combined in the Premier League this season in 22 matches. That or in all fixtures, sorry. That is uh, that is an outstanding. It's one or it's been a push in 31 matches between the two of these sides this season, which is which is staggering, really. So, yeah, it's got to be goals. Um, you know, Rodri's out, which is a blow from Jack Grealish is also suspended, I think. So uh, he doesn't yeah. play against his childhood team, which which would probably be disappointing. And obviously, De Bruyne doesn't play as well. So that's a big three players. You know, whether you think Grealish is a is a regular or not, but they've got to rejig that midfield, which will consider you know, without Rodri, they're their chances of conceding are very, very high. If you look at the the, the price for both teams to score, it's very, very low. So the, the Bet Rivers are expecting goals, but the price for three goals is is value, I think. So um, yeah, I'm going to go for um, three goals with a push. Yeah, this this game just just looks goals. I mean, the, the goal next year in the two teams here is the highest in the Premier League so far this season. I think Liverpool the only other team up there with them. Um, Tottenham are just behind them, but most entertaining teams in the Premier League. Goals galore, goals from all over the pitch as well about the keys. You'd say that Villa's only key holding midfielder really heaps it together is Rodri. He's not there. It is a chocolate fire guard defence at the moment for Man City. So I would expect Villa to uh, to expose that again. Conceding goals, big concerns at Etihad. Over three goals, minus 136 with a push and exactly three. Question marks about the Manchester City defence and their midfield. Maybe we should play Villa somehow, somewhere, some market. Jack? Well, firstly, thanks to Nick Seeley there for his uh, goals galore. Uh, <laughs> I'm, never doing, I'm never doing a uh, same-day parlay again, ever. That's one thing I've noticed on the weekend. It's the only note I would have for the weekend. My one dip in the toe in the water, never going back in that water again. Forget that. Same-day parlay is done. Just sticking to the overs now. <laughs> yeah, i like, Villa plus one here, minus 137. So again, if you want to be more aggressive, you're more than welcome to. But I want to keep that Man City win by a single goal as far as that. A little bit on side so that we do get a refund if that is the case. But we know we've been super strong supporters of Villa all season this so far. 13 straight Premier League home wins now. That run will come to an end, of course. But I think they've got a fantastic chance in this one at a great price. And the fact that this can end in a draw... Uh, another 3-3 three, three maybe, and uh, we'd still win this bet quite cosily. So I'm happy with that. Uh, Villa scored two or more goals in um, their uh, 11 of those 13 wins, which is quite an incredible stat as well. Pep's admitted Man City are struggling of late. Uh, as you say, no Rodri, lost all three games without him in this season, um, uh, league and uh, cup. So that not, doesn't bode well, as we've already mentioned Grealish. I think Doku's possibly uh, injury doubt as well. So uh, lots to worry about as far as as far as Man City can worry. Uh, and say so, you're always kind of a bit nervous taking on um, taking on City. But uh, I remember Will White, one of his little phrases earlier in the season was to be comfortable being uncomfortable. So here we are again, we're going in for it. But I like Villa a lot in this one. Um, it's got the makings of it. It's a quick turnaround. Villa at home. Their fans are going to be bang up for this one, of course, as they always are, and roaring, roaring them on. And um, so you look at Man City, one win in their last four, and they conceded 10 goals across those as well. So, as we said, should be goals galore in this one, expecting those, and uh, expect better to come to the party big style in it, and enough to get this one over the line. Absolutely right. So it uh, ended 1-1 between these two last season, but it was in the Gerrard era. Villa are much, much better than that now, we know in the top four and can go above Manchester City here with a with a with a win. So uh lots to like about it and uh, I'm I'm well on board with it. 
plus one, Aston Villa minus 137. That's Jack's play. Let's go to Manchester United, Chelsea, 3.15 Eastern again on the Wednesday here. Chelsea are favourites to win at Old Trafford, plus 138. Manchester United plus 188. They have drifted a little bit here. I don't know why, but I am sort of surprised that um, Chelsea are money line favourites to such an extent here, Nigel. Talk us through your play here, because you've got a little caveat here. I don't know what you you make of the market. Should Chelsea be favourites to this extent? Um, I think they should be, well, uh, marginal favourites. I don't know about the strong as they actually are. I think there is a huge negative towards Manchester United and Ten Hag. I mean, I think the market just doesn't like them. You know, it doesn't matter who they're playing at the moment. There's a market negativity towards Manchester United. The performance against Newcastle was was poor to say the very you know that's, that's been positive to them. The scoreline flattered them massively. I mean, it should have been three 0 down at half time. I mean, they they, they were they were totally outplayed by Newcastle, and that was a weakened Newcastle side, wasn't it? I mean, that was a Newcastle side that didn't have a lot of key players playing in that match, and you saw how where Manchester United are. We've spoken about Manchester United a lot on this show, and and I think these two sides in this match are probably the hardest two teams in the Premier League to actually gauge where they are at the moment. You know, Manchester United, how good can they be? They can they go on three or four winning runs and go up to about six in the Premier League, and then they could lose and go down and we say they've got big problems again. Chelsea, exactly the same. Um, but the one thing that Chelsea do have is, is goals in this team at the moment, which is very much unlike Chelsea. These Chelsea teams over the, the years have been 1-0 wins, 1-0 wins, 2-0 wins, you know, very, very strong at the back defensively and, and not so great going forward. This side is, is totally opposite. They're the weak at the back and they've got goals galore. Uh, Nkunku, the centre-forward, could be back very shortly. I mean, he, might, he probably won't be playing this match, but he, he's going to feature very, very imminently. And I think that will really kick-start Chelsea. I think they're a big team for me to follow in 2024. Um, I think they've got an excellent manager. I've said it many times. I think he's just doing what he's doing at the moment with squad. I think he's a work in progress. I think you'll see a lot of better Chelsea next year. So I'm going to go for Chelsea in a draw, no bet here at minus 130. Um the last 10 years, they haven't won this fixture, though, Chelsea. Man United have had a very, very good record. Going back to 2013, when Get Lucky was number one from Daft Punk. It was the last time I got lucky. And I think that <laughs> uh, I think that Chelsea, I think that Manchester United have been riding their luck definitely over the last few weeks. So I think that uh, now is the time to get with Chelsea here. A big couple of weeks for Chelsea. Obviously, this match, then they've got to play Bayern Munich at home. That's a big, big game. I think that's going to take a lot of... Uh, that will determine Ten Hag's future. That will determine, really, the state of Manchester United this season. And then they've got Liverpool as well just before Christmas at home. So this will Liverpool, This is a big time for Manchester United. And I, and I think that the way Chelsea is scoring goals, I think that against his Manchester United defence, which is weak, goalkeeper who's got a severe lack of confidence at the moment, I think Chelsea's extra goal powder, which is going to get stronger as well, um, is a great thing here. If you look at Chelsea's last three matches in, in, away from home, every single one of them has been 4-1. A 4-1 defeat, two 4-1 wins. Uh, there's been 23 goals in Chelsea's last four games as well. So when you talk about freak results, and we're talking about 3-3 in the Villa-Man City game, if you're looking at a freak result this week, Chelsea v Manchester United v Chelsea is another one that could could be anything, given the way that Manchester United are defending and Chelsea are scoring goals. 3-2 at the weekend against uh, Brighton. Manchester United obviously involved in the 3-3 against Galatasaray. Goals galore at the moment, so... If you are looking for sort of a parlay and, and a city, you know, an over four and a half, over five and a half, and you've got Villa and Manchester City as a, as a one there, Chelsea, Manchester United, or Manchester United, Chelsea is another one that uh, should be on your uh, in your betting list. But I'm going to go for Chelsea draw no bet. I think the extra attacking threat they have, the team seems has seems to be playing for the manager, 
And I think Manchester United have serious problems and some big, big matches that may take their focus away with the Bayern Munich game. Uh, what is it, next week? And it's midweek. That's a big, big match for Manchester United Football Club. And I think their league form may suffer in this run. And Chelsea, with the luxury again of the draw, could be a draw, a lot of draws in this fixture. The luxury of the draw, I think they overturn that terrible record they've had in the last 10 years. Uh, 3 3 is 33 to 1, 4 3 United, 70, 4 3 to Chelsea, 60, and 4 1 to Chelsea, 33 to 1, plus 3,300. Uh, Jack, United plus 450, top four, Chelsea plus 700. Top four, five points of difference between the two. I mean, that that is priced, obviously, because United are clear of Chelsea. But, you know, a free $5 on that. I mean, we'd all play Chelsea, wouldn't we, Jack? Of the two, yeah, I'll play neither of them personally. Um, <laughs> I think they're, they're not in that argument at this moment in time. I think the top three is sorted, whichever way around they fall. And then fourth comes between three sides for me, Newcastle, Tottenham or Villa. Once Tottenham, like Tottenham has shown that they can do it without their the likes of Madders playing and, and some key defenders. So I think, you know, they're ones to watch, to pick up again. And um, as I say, I think Villa keep going strength to strength. And Newcastle, what a brilliant year it's been, 18 months, and they keep going. And they're so strong defensively. All those three have got key elements that are, are, are good for them. And then, no, United and Chelsea below them for me. The other thing um, about Newcastle, just in that top four market, and this is a very important fact, that Newcastle could be out of Europe. You know, that, that's that's a huge thing for them. And also, they will spend in January. You know, they've got that luxury of bringing mm-hmm. a lot of players that are out in Saudi back to the club. They can bring back... Like Benzema could rock up at, um, at St. James. You know, it's a possibility. They can bring a lot of players over from Saudi. You, I think you'll see Newcastle really strengthen. And when other teams have got the Champions League to participate in, and obviously with Aston Villa involved in the European <clears throat> Conference, which are heavy favourites to win, I think if Newcastle get out of Europe, that will help them massively on their on their run in, in to, for the top four. Plus one sixty Newcastle for top four. Incidentally, just very quickly, we had the FA Cup draw uh, yesterday in the UK. Uh, Chelsea are at home to Preston. United are away at Wigan. They are nine to one the pair plus nine thousand. Man City are favourites. Um, I mean, you you suggested Nigel that Chelsea could be a bet. I mean, they were twelve plus twelve hundred not so long ago. I mean. I mean, they should beat Preston, shouldn't they? At home, plus 900 is a fair price still. Well, I think QPR beat Preston at the weekend, so you'd think, <laughs> yeah. you'd, you'd think, that, you'd think that Chelsea would be a bit. They're in shocking form, Preston, by the way. But no, um, I like Chelsea. I, I've said many times, I think they, I think once Nkunku comes back and he plays the system that he wants, and that was the striker he wants, you will see an improvement with Chelsea. They're a very young squad as well. I think they're going to get better and better and better. Brilliant manager, and I think he will target the FA Cup. Chelsea's record in the FA Cup is exceptional. And uh, with the draw they got, I think they'll be through to the last 32. Uh, and I think other big, there's a lot of all Premier League matches matches in the FA Cup draw, so a lot of big teams are going to go go by the wayside. So I like Chelsea. I also like Tottenham. I, I said as, as well as this show. They've got well, Burnley at home, haven't they? Yeah, they're yeah, plus 14. I think Tottenham, the way they play, it's sort of, it's going to be, it's do or die, isn't it? And uh, in, in cup football, if Tottenham have won nil down with, 10 minutes to go under Ange. I mean, that will be... Oh, look, mate. That'll be epic. It'll be absolutely (laughs) epic. You you, 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 you know I'll be sitting goals in that game. So uh, I'll go under (laughs) the goals in that game. That'll be wild. So I I like the two London clubs, Tottenham and Chelsea. Uh, City are plus 275, Ferris. They play Huddersfield. Don't know if you've looked at the FA Cup market very quickly. Jack, any thoughts? I'd like to go a little bit further down, yeah. We talked about Villa, their home form, and we do know that Emery loves a cup competition. Yeah, he's a cup manager, yeah. Plus 2,000. 
Yeah, if they get a, lot of, a, a run of home games, then they're going to fancy themselves against anyone at home. So, uh, yeah, I think that I'd, I'd have a little dabble further down the market at some of these sides that on their day can beat anyone. 20 to 1 Villa uh, at the moment, plus 2,000. One more game to preview for our midweek card. It's Thursday, Eastern 3.15. It's Spurs against West Ham, London Derby. Spurs minus 129. They've been nibbled at just a little bit over the course of the last few hours. West Ham plus 3.25. Draw plus 3.10. If this game was played end of October when Spurs were top and they were unbeaten, Nigel, they'd be shorter, a lot shorter than they are in the market here. What's the play? I'm going to take Tottenham on the money line. Uh, they were minus 125. I'm happy with minus 129. I just think that last minute goal and and the the, the team spirit he's got there, it will take them on. To, they'll be full of adrenaline going into this match. Um, they've seen the top three sort of pull away a little bit, but with the depleted team, the injuries, and obviously Madison out, they're doing well, Tottenham. I mean, everyone wants, people will turn around and say to you, yes, they've lost their last four matches, but... They've um they can they scored first in all four. Sorry, they're un, they haven't won in four matches, mm. but they scored first in all four of those matches as well. They got goals, and they must be one must have been one of the most unluckiest teams in terms of their scoring. They scored nine goals in those four matches and didn't <laughs> win a match. And that's in, over two goals, averaging two goals per game, and you're not winning, which is incredible. Um, that's what you're going to get at Tottenham. Um, I think they'll take the game to West Ham. I think they'll the, the crowd will be up for it after the point against Manchester City. If it was at home for West Ham, I think West Ham would have a chance. But West Ham at Tottenham, the way this Tottenham side play, I think the two tactically, Moyes against Postacoglu, there's only one winner in terms of it, tactics. I think Moyes will just try to contain them. And and, and if they go toe-to-toe, I think Tottenham will, um, will tear them apart. So if you look at West Ham, I know they're on a good run. You know, people look at the current form and, Tottenham on a bad run and West Ham on a good run. But if you break it down a little bit, I mean, Tottenham have played some tough matches and they've scored goals. If you look at West Ham, they've won, they're unbeaten in five, two in the Europa League, but the other three matches were against Forest, Burnley and Palace. This is a big up. This is a big jump. Um, If you go to when West Ham have gone on the road to teams sort of similar to to Tottenham, they went to Villa, got beat 4-1 and they went to Liverpool and lost 3-1. So when they've gone up against the big boys, they've been found guilty. They found wanting uh, West Ham, and they've been sort of flat trap bullies, haven't they? They've been beating teams in or around them at the bottom of the table. I just think Moyes won't know what's hitting when the, when they come out, Tottenham come out of the traps, and, and I think they could win quite easy. So Tottenham minus one twenty five was the line. Happy with minus one twenty nine, but um, don't look too much in the form. The form here is a, is a bit deceptive. I mean Tottenham have. Played well in some of those defeats, and uh, they've been very unlucky of injuries. And, and the game against Tottenham, the game against uh, Chelsea, well, yeah, that was just a wild match, wasn't it? Nine <laughs> nine men, so you, you you can't really take that much into that as well. But the fact they're scoring goals, and the fact that they they've got pit goals from all over the pitch at the moment. I mean, Son's not scoring, but they're scoring goals elsewhere as well. No, he scored yesterday. But he's, he's had a bit of a bad run. I think that extra goal threat they have gives them the edge over this West Ham side. So Tottenham for me, very simple on the money line. Minus one twenty nine at the moment. I think they're a value play. That's the third. Oh, that's not. That's the first. The third time you've said to me. <laughs> you said the draw. You said Liverpool to win to nil is a value bet for free. I didn't say that. I didn't. You, I said that to you. I said that to you on the phone. I didn't say that on your oh, show. Oh, private, yeah. private. Oh, free, that's a private three combo. times you said it's a private show, combo. One of my picks. That yeah, is I a good bet. And every single one. I said it's lost. a value play. I didn't say it was a winning play. Don't say anything. Just keep your opinions yourself. 
I'm always looking for things. I'm always looking for angles while I'm having a bad run. And I know it's the running. You never mention anything to Jack about his picks. You never say, I said, yeah, it's a good place. It's always me. Start picking on some of Jack's ones. You know? Leave me alone for a few months. Just, just let me get back to winning ways. And then, but you'll honestly, please, I think, I'm asking, I'm begging you. If you, you, if you, if you replay Jack's the shows, I'm always very complimentary about Jack's plays. You, know, right. you no, say, I, the, I agree with you there. I like that. That is the kiss of death. Honestly, it's about no hidden, fire. Please. Listen, I'm begging you. Leave me out. There's no hidden agenda here. And also, look, over the course of the season, class will always out. Let's get some best bets from Nigel oh, and I was going to go for that. I'm not going for that. <laughs> Jack, Jack, what's you your best? one now. What's your I'm going with Wolves. Wolves, well, I really like that one. I think it's one of the best plays. I think it's one of the best. It's one of the best tips of the season. I'm telling you, Nigel. What are you going to give us for your best play? I'm going to hope you. I know. Villa over three. Villa v Man City over three goals. I'm not saying that one. I'm not saying anything. Nigel, Jack, thanks for your company. Good luck with your plays. That is a wrap. Week 15 of betting weekly Premier League show. We will be back on Thursday for all the best bets. On the EPM week EPL weekend card, uh, stay across all of the betting weekly content at Because We Went and our YouTube channel. From all of us for now, though, it is goodbye.